Right. Hello. It's the 21st of November in the year of our Lord, 2023. We're back. We, uh, we we had a little bit of a break, didn't we, Catherine? We did. We did have a break, Lou, yeah. yeah. We're back and we'll be doing lots more. And we've still got our surprise coming. Um, we were supposed to launch it on the 31st of October, but family dramas and issues there's no rush we've got no rush we want to make it perfect so yeah. watch this space what have you been up to madam oh I've been doing a lot of reading and you know going through my presentation for January and I've been do also been doing a lot of bits around the house as well if I'm honest I've taken this time to get some you know get some DIY and stuff done and I've been walking the dog as well in the night nice road walk so yeah I've been busy in between though love yeah and obviously doing things with Grace as well and we went to the cinema this morning so what'd you go to see oh it was an, so every with the home educators look what they do every year in November they do what they call into film with view cinema so for two weeks in November, in the middle two weeks of November, you can go book in and see as many films as you want and it's all free. So what they do is they show like older films, do you know what I mean? But it's just nice to go to the cinema. So we watched Paddington, which was, you know, quite a long time ago, but um, just, um, yeah, it's just something to do. Do you know what I mean? Because they don't get anything in the term, you know, when the kids are in school, they just they book a free two weeks and you can go and book in. So we're we're going again in the morning. Oh, what are you going tomorrow to see? Um, Puss in Boots. The ah, second, the last the new one is amazing. They're all yeah, that's to... the new one. It is the new one. I haven't seen it yet. So Grace has seen it, but we're going anyway. Apparently, I like I don't know for as Catherine well knows, I'm a bit of a Spider Man fan, and yeah. the latest Spider Man that's been done, the animation. It's broken records. It's groundbreaking. I mean, you've never seen anything like this animation. And apparently the new Puss in Boots apparently is trying to use that animation that they brought together for Into the oh, Spider-Man. that'll be interesting then. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to it anyway. Yeah. So oh, there you wow. go. Anyway, we could anyway. sit here. I could sit here all day and talk about Spider-Man, but we won't. <laughs> I got sent a article in the Telegraph yesterday and it actually came from my stepdad. Um, he sent it, you know, and he's, he's nearly, I don't know, he's about 75, still seems like he's 40. And he's just, what are we going to do, Lou? What are we going to do? And I said, I know, well, we have been trying to tell everybody for all these years and blow me down. In the Telegraph, I'm going to read you the headline. This was yesterday, transgender teddy bears used to indoctrinate children from the age of 10. Campaigners say it's wrong for teachers to run classes claiming people can be born into the wrong body. These transgender teddy bears have been used to indoctrinate 10 year old school children. Uh, the sessions for you is six pupils, a video which has been seen by the Telegraph. The teacher narrates the moment in the picture book that Thomas the teddy comes out as a transgender girl. Transgender girl, does that mean so is that a transgender girl would be um, a male to female and a transgendered male would be a female? No, to a male. little boy. So it's it's when a little boy teddy bear thinks and believes girl. that they're a girl, right? Um, in our in, Back in our day, when girls, when I used to want to be a boy, I was just called a tomboy. Same. I'm very lucky. We're very lucky, weren't we? Very. Very, 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 very lucky. So anyway, this is a six-year-old um, and the teachers are there telling the, te telling the children 
that um, this child's been born in the wrong body. Now, for one, this is so wrong. Why any teacher would agree to teach this, I do not understand. But as we go through, um, this is this book and this uh, module has been created by a charity called No Outsiders. And apparently it was set up by a gay teacher called Andrew Moffat, who's a gay teacher at the Parkfield School in Birmingham. And the school teacher decided to do this book um, because of the Muslim parents, i.e. Azar, friend of the show, demanding um, Mr. Moffat stop teaching this and stop teaching children about same-sex relationships. And I'm completely behind him. Completely. So, Kat, what do you reckon? What What are your thoughts on this? I mean, we knew we know stuff's going into the schools, but the fact that the Telegraph are actually picking it up, I think that's quite a bonus. It is quite. I was just going to say, you know, uh, we've been we've been trying to warn people about it for a long time, haven't we, Lou? You know, saying it's coming in, saying it is in certain places already, and they've been very clever on how they've sort of rolled this out and sort of stag in a staggered way, so it wouldn't be so much of a shock. But yeah, the Telegraph have picked up on it, but it's just getting worse by the day. This is serious indoctrination um, to young, young, impressionable, vulnerable children who do take these things on board. Because let's not forget as well, right, that it's something like 87% of school children, right, between a certain age, especially sort of from when they start to sort of 12, maybe 11, 12 years old, at least that bracket, 87% of them believe everything that comes out of the mouth of their teacher. And you know what it's like, you know, when you was in school, right, go to school, listen to your teacher and whatever else, right? It's kind of drummed into us anyway. So everything that those teachers have put into the children, they are taking it on board. They absolutely are. And it doesn't just mean nothing. It doesn't just mean, you know, the person in the corner, um, you know, who's going to come out as trans, um, you know, the, the, because he's he was inherently trans as when he was born it's a load of nonsense no these children are influenced into this they're making it cool they're making it trendy they're making it normal and it's not normal telling a child that you can be born in the wrong body and then encouraging them along that path is an absolute disaster as we are now seeing with the older ones now in their sort of late teens early 20s who've had double mastectomies right and now they're in serious mental um you know the mental health is seriously um diminished do you know what i mean because they've realized now that their brain is more developed that they made a big massive mistake and not only have they just cut off perfectly healthy breast tissue so they wouldn't be able to feed their child if they were even sterile any if they were even fertile anymore it's you know this is dangerous. I mean, this is dangerous. So telling you, they're trying to put it under the... So you watched that little video then, didn't you, from the No Outside? Oh, yeah, I only watched a few minutes of it, but it's dangerous. Unbelievable. And then you've one got one. the fact that you've got a vicar. I mean, yeah. this is... Well, I didn't hear what he said, because I sort of... I watched the first video with the Oh, yeah, no, vicar. I didn't see it too long. I mean, he was just saying uh, the ever-changing world, and it's important yeah. for children to know that there are different... Um, demographics out there um nah. Nah. yeah and, that's that's it. and the thing is it's being rolled uh the teddy bear book which is what it's called is one of many used by no outsiders um the group free lesson plans used by hundreds of schools in areas such as bristol and watford yeah, in a promotional from... video 
That's my manner. Yeah. In a promotional video from No Outside, a female primary school pupil said of the teddy bear story, if you think children can't handle hearing about that kind of stuff, then you're not mature enough to understand that it's okay and absolutely fine and there's nothing wrong with it. <sighs> Whoa. I know. I know. Again, is turning, is is twisting everything up, pretending it's normal, and then shouting down anyone who actually points out that this is a hundred percent non-normal. It's highly, highly dangerous. You know, this well, is I've got an issue at the moment. Well, I, I'm not me personally. A Facebook friend. Um, I'm not going to mention his name because he hasn't given me permission to talk about it. But I can talk about the case. Um, his, um, he's in an area. He's got a little Facebook group just for his local. Local communities like don't go down Park Street that's cut off or traffic lights that broke. Yeah, yeah, like, I know what you mean. Like a little local, yeah. So he's in an area which is very, very progressive in the UK. He lives just outside, in what, like in a little community outside. And it was Pride weekend and he put something out, be careful, everybody. And this guy's in his 70s, mid-70s. Be careful, kids, that you don't mix up the trans flag with well he said the paedophile flag but meaning the map as they call it because we can't upset paedophiles can we because they are people with feelings too mm. um we have to call the map <laughs> minor attracted persons so he said be careful it's very very much like the paedophile flag yeah because we know it, and he's not wrong he's not wrong not at all we know that they put that, they've got all these colours of the rainbow. They've they've taken the rainbow away from us, but they put it all in and all these different flags and the, 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 the pedo flag, let's call it what it is, is very, very much like the trans flag. Yeah. He then had a voicemail on his phone from a police officer saying there's been allegations made against him. So he's phoned up to find out what the allegations are. And the police officer said about a post online. Um, he, they've had complaints that it's homophobic. Now, the whole homophobic thing, when you've got a phobia, it means you're scared of something. Exactly. So he isn't scared. All he's doing is making a pub. He wasn't trashing anybody. He wasn't putting anyone down. Maybe he should have used the correct termination because in case he has upset some paedophiles out there. She says through gritted teeth. Well, this is the problem, isn't it? So someone's offended. That's what it is. Somebody is offended by what he's put, even though what he's done, what he's put is actually correct, factually correct. Factually correct. And they've gone to the police then, in a sense, and said, I'm offended. Will you sort this out? And the police have acted on it. This is absolutely ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And he's not the only one because there are people constantly posting about this and pointing this out. So this is this is somebody who's actually... And he's actually, you know, they've worried this guy, you know, but he he hasn't done anything wrong. He's done that, you know, he hasn't trashed anybody. He's making an observation. Now, I'm sorry, anybody who can get offended that a pedo who abuses innocent little children and they're worried about that feelings. Well, what is what what is that? What what who are you? It's ridiculous. It's it's getting beyond. It really, I wouldn't want. Can you imagine being the the, the police officer that do that? See, this would be the point where I would walk Well, the thing is, we've got half of the police officers wear those very same badges. Well, they're not even allowed yeah. to be politicised. This is a I know they're not, but they have been. And we're, that's the world we're living in. And if this police officer is in this area that is very progressive, there is probably a higher chance 
that he does fall into the LGBT, he, she, whatever. Sorry, don't know your pronouns, officer. Um, it's, yeah. it's a possibility that they fall into, into that LGBTQ bracket. So yeah. that any little thing they will look, you know that any little thing we are now classed as racist, homophobic, yeah. you know that anything, the narrative, we don't go along with their narrative. Yeah. And it is their narrative because it isn't the way this has come out of nowhere. It, okay. It's slowly been progressing in the background, like underground in the dirt, in the, in the shadows this whole trans stuff from years ago. It was always done in the shadows. It yeah. wasn't out there. It was classed as somebody with mental health. Well, actually, if we want to go even further back than that and really tie it up, it was a lot, it was um, classed as autogynophilia, which was a sexual fetishism for men who wanted to dress up as women. And do you know what I mean? It was, it was actually that as well. You might, if you suffered thinking you were born in the wrong body, then you would have suffered with mental dysphoria. Do you know what I mean? And which is what it, it which, not mental, gender dysphoria. You're always going to be, a, no matter how many operations you have, you're never going to be the, the, that gender. You are, no. you, you're born into And yet the they're teaching them that they can be. I know. You know, and they're not teaching them the biological fact that if you're born male, you're the XY chromosome and then the double X. Do you know what I mean? They're not yeah. teaching them that, which is factually correct. So this is why they say, you know, that funny meme that goes around, but it's bang on. And it's basically an, an archaeologist pulling up some bones and there's like a thousand year old and, and he's like yeah this is this is a male it's not it's either a male or a female you don't hear any of the other million genders when you're pulling up a, when you're pulling up you know a skeleton do you know what I mean so factually we know that it's not able to do that and you can chop off as many bits as you want take as many drugs as you want and you know the the side effects from these are horrific Lou yeah. they really are Lupron were the ones, um, that's the company name, of the ones that was, I'm sure they were sued for billions. They, and they they were selling um, puberty blockers. In America, Lupron, I'm sure it's Lupron, I'll have to have a look. But we're talking about, you know, schools encouraging children into mental gender dysphoria and encouraging them to self-mutilate if we if we're going to go if we're going to say it like it is how on earth are we at this position now where we're even having this conversation where we're we're in a world where young kids can't decide they can't drive a car they can't drink alcohol they can't smoke they can't do this they can't do that but they can change they can actually go through a process that could end up making them self-mutilate and highly depressed and suicidal what i just Honestly, it just baffles me, even though I'm in it day in, day out. It baffles me, Lou. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I just want to work, move on to um, to something. I, th I do believe it's this weekend, I think. Is it this Friday? I, um, thought, I don't know if it was last Friday. Well, maybe I'm a week late, but I can still bring that up. I can still yeah. bring that up. No, Melody, I don't know. Isn't it? But yeah, chill, the old uh, what day is chill? Friday the 17th. It was last Friday, yeah. Okay, so so last Friday, um, we had children in need. Now, I just want to remind people. I mean, it's probably too late. Some people may have donated to them already. I hope people listening to the show aren't I don't believe they would um but I just want to run through a few people um 
I just want to run to a few people who were very much involved in children in need over the years. So um, if we could go back, we've got a gentleman who was a DJ, um, also known as Jimmy Savile. He was very Good prominent one. on children in need. We also have Philip Schofield. Philip Schofield also very, very prominent um, with grooming of young people. We've got Rolf Harris. Rolf Harris obviously worked for the BBC. Uh, we have Gary Glitter. He appeared a few times on Children in Need. Stuart Hall, who was the presenter of It's a Knockout back in the day. He was also on Children in Need. Tim Westwood, the DJ Tim Westwood. He was also very much involved in Children in Need. We've also got, not to forget, Cliff Richard. Mm. Now, I am going to say his name because the BBC are the ones that stumped the whole thing. It was done on purpose. The BBC sitting outside his house. And then it's our poor, poor Richard. Poor yeah. Cliff. Yeah. Absolutely designed. Now, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure. the lost, Was it Lost Profits, Ian Watkins? I'm yeah. certain that they also made an appearance on to children in need now we've also got to look at where all this money goes to that they raise now we do know that they were sending money to arms manufacturers and investing in arms manufacturers at the same time as trying to get people to part with their money because of what is happening to children in war-torn countries so the hypocrisy from the bbc and qu question cat if you got offered a job within the bbc would you take it? No, absolutely not. So why do people still work for the BBC? This is what I'd like to know. I don't know. I really don't. Money? I don't know. In that fear bubble oh, that I need be. a job because there are so many guys, you know, even just outside the BBC in London, you know, you've got Eric Gill, known paedophile statue. Do you know what I mean? It's like they're mocking us. But yeah, you're right. I would never take a job at the BBC. And, you know, so, so you've got to assume, right, you know, this is common knowledge now, right? People know the BBC are dodgy, right? So say, I'm just going to just check some, say half of them who work for them um, are genuinely like, shit, I don't know how to get out of it because I need the money, which is a stupid thing because you could still go and get another job. But just say, for argument's sake, then the other half, you've got to assume are quite noncy, haven't you? Because it's always somebody coming out of there that's been done for, you know, the latest being... Phil Schofield, I think, was probably the latest, wasn't he? Yeah. Was he? Uh, no, Hugh Edwards. Oh, Hugh Edwards. Yeah, yeah of Edwards course. Well, Hugh Edwards, yeah. Well, they were, and obviously, yeah. So you've got, um, you know, there's always people who are involved in this, the BBC high up, as well as, you know, in other positions. And they, you know, they, people will come out and even say things like, oh, you know, we knew it was going on, like they do in the music, and like um, what's his name did. Johnny Rotten did with Jimmy Savile in the 1970s. That's why he got kicked off the TV, wasn't it? For, you know, saying, oh, they all knew what he was up to. John so, Peel, John Peel as well. I forgot about him. And Jonathan King. Jonathan King, yeah, that's right, yeah. And John Peel. John Peel was huge, was in the BBC. I don't even know who he is. I don't John Peel used to do a, uh, a radio show in the evening um oh he was huge absolutely huge John Peel there's certain awards there's a John Peel stage dedicated to him at Glastonbury 
Oh, never. I really don't know who this guy is. I'm going to have to search him up after. Yeah. Stuart Hall, obviously, we've said. Um, and you've got the other people then who, are, who know what's going on, but they, they don't say anything. And that's just as bad. How can you know? Esther Ranson. Yeah, Esther Ranson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, people are under the, you know, talking about organisations, obviously children in need, but you've got the child line as well, where people think they just, what they were doing with Childline was finding out where the vulnerable kids were. That's exactly I mean? the whole reason why it was set them. up. That yeah. is the whole reason it was set up. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't set up and then got hijacked. It was set up for that reason. They could find the vulnerable, get them in the care system. Exactly. And then you you quids in then with your and, and whatever your filthy, you know, because they are supplying these children for it's not just themselves, is it? This is a whole big massive it's trafficking a trafficking ring. ring. It's a trafficking ring. Yeah, we're international. It is. It's worldwide. It's yeah. international. There's gonna we're gonna be doing a lot on this, um, and where it all comes for, and the big money's behind it, and you would be. Sure. And isn't it the most sickening thing? Not only do they do these disgusting things, right, but the way they raise their money to be able to do it is through so-called children's charities. It couldn't be more of a smack in the teeth, could it? The really? children's charities are probably the most corrupt. I mean, we can, yeah, you know, we've talked about the NSPCC. We can talk about Bernardo's children's homes. You know, save the children. What they what do the absolute the opposite. Countries. They do and, the opposite of what they're telling us. The absolute opposite, and they're taking our money to do it as well. It, it's that much of a kick in the teeth. And it's you know, you see these war torn countries, and you get that you get you get the UN out there. You get. You oh, absolutely! Like Katie with Hillary Clinton, do you know what I mean? Look at her. yeah, you know, they, they, they never let a disaster go to waste, do they? You know, they're out there with, and the, well, I say they never let it go to waste. They usually cause the disaster in the first place. That's it. And um, but the charities that come in are mm. generally picking up the children and they're taking them into to refuges, mm. and then so we've run we've we've run over what's going on in schools. We've run over th about this um, book. It is in the schools. Your children are being taught this. Your children are being taught that they could possibly be born into the into the in in the wrong body. Just so you know, you're yeah, sending so your child off, in... and your child could be come home and decide that they're in the wrong body. Yeah, wrongly because it's been put into their head. Obviously, because, you'll be encouraged as the parent to embrace that instead of yes. And bearing doing in mind anything else. This isn't coming from anyone who's related to them. This is coming from a complete stranger who your child listens to and takes note of every single yeah. day. Yeah. You've really got to... Grandparents, parents, you really, really... This is so serious. It isn't something that, oh, no, no, it's all right. It's all right. It's just chill. No, 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 no. This it isn't okay. And... Who's to say it's not going to be one of your children coming home or your grandchildren coming home and saying that? Exactly. And who are those people actually, who are the people that are teaching your children? How well do you know them? And you know what the, the scary thing is as well is they're changing the language and that and language is really powerful. So they're changing the language. Obviously, you know, there's no mums, dads in schools and girls and boys. It's none of that anymore. You know what they're saying about um, doctors then when they deliver babies is that they assign a gender at birth based on their um their sex organs, you know, their 
but that can obviously change and they get it wrong you know they assign they guess they guess well that's the sex of that child is apparently at that's birth a, and this is what they're true. telling kids of course it's not true it's not based in any scientific fact or otherwise none this is pure ideology pure indoctrination the thing is right my big question is it is so firmly now uh, the the reason the reason the judge one of the, her reasons that she wasn't go you know she, pcp didn't win the case she cited that everything was all in place now yeah exactly you know, this That's is it. people are going to prison for misgendering people this is very very wrong this has to be stopped uh, have you seen the new prime minister of argentina oh no but go on he's amazing oh he is a little bit there are a couple of issues i do have with him but he wants socializing um socialism to go communist out of his country he's doing away with department of education women's affairs and gay rights he's doing away with all, oh my god i right, would he'd, he'd, he'd be lucky to stay alive honest to god he won in a landslide they're calling him a far right Oh, right. Oh, right. Independent. There okay. are some things I do have major issues because he is for open borders, mm. but he's not putting up with any of the left wing and the communist nonsense. So the big issues for me with open borders and letting anybody coming into your country, I yeah. do have a massive issue with that. Yeah. But on some of the other topics, I'll send you, I'll send you a link. He's the new prime minister of Argentina and it what a breath of fresh air. He doesn't give a damn. He walked through and they've got all the different departments up on a board and he just pulled them all, gone, gone, gone. Waste of money, all these uh, these departments that don't don't actually do anything. You know, he's, he, oh, wow, wow. But we don't have, we don't have a leader like that. <laughs> no, we got WEF. We, how, it has to flip back. I really do believe God is not going to allow this. I don't believe. I believe possibly that humanity are on the wrong road and there's got to be some, there's going to have to be a trigger moment when it flips back. I don't know what that trigger moment will be. Well, I, I, I cannot... think it perhaps is now. Like, you know, we, we think there's going to be like one big thing, but is it? Because the more people are coming around to this, now they're realising it, then this is the sort of, test isn't it Do you know what I mean this is the not the test this is the the pivotal moment we need yeah. to stop this in its tracks because don't get you know this is a massive agenda as you know Lou definitely going to take a you know it's going to take a while even if we stopped everything now we still have to reverse all the damage and make sure That's the it. new generations and get all them. these books we need to get the books completely out the library I yeah mean, we need it all gone all of it that's not going to come until people, you know, really realise what's going on. But they are starting to. It's not quick enough for my liking. But, uh, you know, like like, like this, complete, this article in the Telegraph that you've just, you know, read out. There would be people that we would never reach. Do you know what I mean? Who will see that. They wouldn't see us. But they will see that. And now we'll, they, they will think, what on earth is going on? Do you know what I mean? Mo a lot of them, and unfortunately, this is this is the pivotal moment because unfortunately, a lot of the younger ones, or even the gener our generation, even some of them, but many of the younger ones are all for it because they've already been indoctrinated. So we've already got like and it was done to be cool, wasn't it? That yeah, was how it all came out when my daughter was younger. She thought she was really cool because there was a gay boy in her class. 
Yeah. And she was, she was friendly. And she was really cool. It was really trendy. Yeah. You know, that's so. it. It's what they've done. It's, it's and they they've done it for a long time, see. But now we're seeing the very end of that agenda, the very end game. Obviously, as we know, and we we repeat over and over again, is the acceptance of paedophilia, bestiality, yeah. and incest. Yeah, and they were Kinsey's three as well. See, you know, so it all connects up massively. It just when you're reading things, and it goes right into the political side of this is absolutely mental I, yeah. I realized how like how they bat you know labor but it wasn't just labor it was most of the others even the conservatives as well it's just you know you the thing is there's no picture. we can label them conservatives or whatever they're all working for the same masters yeah they absolutely are and when you look at it like that and see how they managed to get things in and how easy it was exactly you know one person will be standing up for something but you know something that we agree on but then in the shadows they're waiting they're, they're getting finance from from people who who were wrong ones you know exactly, so exactly they're still corrupted they, everyone's you know what got I mean? a certain certain angle that they come in on you know yeah i know exactly so, what you mean it, it is Go on. No, it's all right. Go on. I just wondered how how the stuff was going because I've been a a wall, and um, you're in Wales. I'm in Devon. How's Kim? How is PCP Wales going? Any updates? Has anything happened? No, love. We haven't really. We've had a bit of time off, really. Do you know what I mean? The last thing he was last Saturday. Not Saturday, just gone the Saturday before. We were supposed to be in Liverpool for the Great Resist, but the Holiday Inn cancelled last minute. Um, they is that done it. because it's who? Yeah, no. So somebody, right? So it was going on in the um, oh, got Holiday Inn in Liverpool, right? So we were going to stay up north Wales, and we would have gone because it's only an hour from Liverpool up there, you know. And then we would have for the Saturday, and then we would have come home on the Sunday. Three days before they cancelled the the venue, and obviously you had um, Richard Vogues, Michael Tellinger, Kim, Liz. There was loads of people speaking, mostly on help. So this was. The thing that we know, I've got a feeling that they cancelled it because of, probably because of Kim. Because other than Kimberly talking about, you know, that what's going on with the sex ed and whatever, the rest of the speakers were talking about, like, solutions for, you know, um, getting, moving away from governments, you know, sort of hold on them. And the other things were health. But there was um, a place in Liverpool, I think it was a, like an LGBT thingy, caught hold of the event. They had put a tweet out, tagged Holiday in Liverpool and said, we understand you're um, hosting a... Oh. Right, but they didn't mention public child protection. Oh, they were got something to do without being politicised, right? But if it's LGBT, they wouldn't have been bothered by the health stuff and the other stuff. The only thing that they were going to be bothered about was obviously Kim's speech. So it was probably because of that. I mean, I can't prove that, but that's where I think, you know, the proof is in the pudding. LGBT group tagged Holiday in, told them, wrote them a letter and said about, you know, po uh, um, talking about the politics of it. So they cancelled it, said it was too political. Right. But in other words, the LGBT caught hold of um you know, the sex education part of it and wanted to intervene that way. This is absolutely, the lobbyists for that side, the far, the left is, is absolutely shocking. It really, really is. So what we did instead, they did it as an online event. So a few of us went over to Kim's last Saturday um, while she did her, I think it was a 20 minute talk, her slot on that great resist. But other than that, we've all been doing 
doing our bits at home and having a little bit of all I say I've been having a break I've been doing little bits and pieces but I constantly reading as well so I'm still researching I'm still doing my thing but um nothing to report really love nothing nothing um major has been happening other than just obviously continuing to post on social media when we can and get the message out that way so we'll go back into the new year now with a big bang so we have been, you know, we've been quite busy, but um, we've had this last couple of weeks off, love. Yeah, so we're going to try and have December off and then straight back into it then, love, in January. Hopefully with a big army behind us. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. It's growing. It is growing. It is growing. And we just need to get the UK now sorted. We've, I'm gonna, we need to get Jeff and Aaron on back on, actually. Yes, we do. Uh, we just do. to find out what they're doing and, you know. Get... The whole thing with the sweets. I don't know if you saw that, though. Did you see oh, the whole Oh, I saw that. I saw the sweets. Yeah. What, so, what, um... so, what, so let's talk about the sweets, actually, if no one knows. So they were called Candy Kittens. So the guy who made them was Jamie Lang or Lang or however you say it. And he was in that show, not that I ever watched it, called um, Made in Chelsea, right? His yeah. grandfather is the guy who made McVitie's biscuits right so he's not like short of cash or nothing do you know what I mean lives in Chelsea he's not short of cash anyway he did a line called candy kittens now if anyone understands the term kittens yeah. it, you know it is a very um uh, sexually charged Absolutely. Word. I'm sure I'm sure people yeah our listeners will know what we mean by that so that that aside they were doing these sweets and they were like cats fine whatever but then they came up with this limited edition one right um and basically on this so they got all different flavors and they are just can't they're just kittens and sweets they're vegan sweets whatever so they did a limited edition one called candy kittens but it's at the top of it it says sex education so it was in it was in connection with the Netflix series Sex Education, which, by the way, guess where it's being filmed? Go on. Cumbran. No. Yeah. I've seen these big things going around the, the like, big van, you know, like the big film yeah, vans. Yeah, 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 film vans, yeah. Yeah, they film in, in Cumbran, right? So with the, I've said before there's something about Cumbran. Do you know, it, we're a little town. You've been here, Lou. I know you've been here a couple of times. You haven't really been out to see Cumbran, but it's small-ish, right? Yeah. We've had Jimmy Savile here. We've had um Prince King Charles yeah we had Boris Johnson in the stadium five minutes up the road from me during COVID pretending to have his jab I don't understand what it is about this little town why would all of these people involved in all this stuff come here I'm side I'm going off a little yeah, no bit. no exactly but a good question but it is I a bit there weird, are certain parts Wales is obviously a hotbed for dodgy stuff yeah I know and I know it really is there. and Scotland and then here we've got like the new forest dodgy as hell there are certain areas yeah and I'm just wondering but I don't know what it here. is about Cumbran I haven't heard that before yeah they Jimmy Charles have been here twice Barack Obama was in Newport which is five mile <laughs> up the road from me Alistair Crowley's favourite place in the whole world was Tradiga House, which is five miles up the road from me, where he used to do his sex magic orgy torture fucking things. Excuse my language. It's weird. It's, I've thought about it. Anyway, sidetracking completely, right? Have so you these... ever gone ghost hunt, like gone out to these places, these places that are tainted? Right. Well, I went last year, I went to Tradiga House on a... It, but I... Right, so 
they got the Tradiga house and then Alistair Crowley's massive manor and Alistair Crowley, the family used to live there as either the Morgans or the Evans, I can't remember. But anyway, these people loved Alistair Crowley, so they were obviously involved in this stuff as well, right? So we had a special place in there. So last summer, or the summer, might have even been the summer before, I took Grace to, um, it was like a tour, but of the of the manor house, but it, we were in Alice, and I knew the guy wasn't going to say anything, obviously, because we had kids, you know, we had kids with us and whatever, but we went actually through that room where he did do all that stuff, Alistair Crowley, because wow. they have like tours there and stuff. And I was speaking to the woman I after the tour guy, one of the tour guys who was in a, in like one of the rooms, and I started up a conversation with her and it turns out my friend Louisa was with me. She used to do law. She, this woman used to be, a, um, uh, she used to teach law and she yeah. had taught Louise, which is like a mega small world. Isn't it? But anyway, we were striking up and she, she, I sort of brought it up to her and she knew, but the, the tour guy didn't say anything other than he used to practice his occult, you know, magic and stuff. He didn't say it in a negative way. I probably wouldn't have let him, to be honest, because Grace was there. But I just wanted to feel what it was like in there. And I, I know it was in that room. So it, it, this is like, other than that, love, no, I haven't. But, you know, it is a bit dodgy when I think about it. Because we're just, I mean, there's no relevance here. Or is there that we don't, do you know what I mean? There's no relevance or in my, you know, this is just a little, little town. It's not a little, it's not massive, though. Do you know what I mean? You can walk around the whole of Cumbran in like two hours the whole of it yeah you know it's not massive like you know most people know each other it's like it's one of them types of places it's yeah it's uh it's weird but anyway slightly off on well i'm massively off on a tangent there these so that sex education is being filmed in Cumbrat. it could be filmed might just be doing like some of it here and some of it elsewhere but it was here right oh. so on the front of these it said sex education and then the candy kit and sweets. And on the back, it had like a um, like a verse that said something like sweets and sex go together, like pleasure and blood. Now, it was like quite a sexual paragraph. And, and the actual sweets themselves, some of them were kittens, but some of them were shaped like condoms. And the only reason I knew is because a, a Facebook friend had sent me a picture of the front and back of these sweets and said, I've just picked these up off my, it's either a nine or 11 year old because they're in amongst all the other sweets. Yeah. Right. So she, I was fuming and I did a video. I was going absolutely, I was swearing my head off. You know what I'm like on a rant like that. I was fuming because I know, as you as you know as well, it's not it's not done, you know, it's done intentionally. And even though he said, oh, they're aimed at adults, why are they in Ann Summers then? Because you put them in, we all know the target audience for sweets is children. I don't care who you are. Everybody knows that. That's a fact. So to just pretend that, oh, no, they were for adults. If that's the case, put them in Ann Summers and most of us wouldn't even know about them but yet you're putting them in the middle of the Haribo's sweet aisle in the four big top Tesco's Sainsbury's Asda and Morrison's and maybe other places so what people started to do then was go into their stores if they were finding and they were recording it I've seen loads of videos mind loads where they would show you the packet and then they would take them to a manager and a lot of the times the managers were like they agreed and was like you know and they, they did take them down so I personally went to Asda and Asda and Morrison's in Cumbran last week and they weren't in there so somebody somebody had, I know had been in there anyway before me and they had, I just wondered because they can sneak them back up do you know what I mean I thought I don't want that so I checked and they didn't have them in there as for Sainsbury's and Tesco I don't know but um Tesco had sent out a because of Jeff Jeff had managed to because he would he managed to sort Tesco's out and they ended up taking um 
send in like a, an email to all of their stores. They were the first ones, Tesco, when they had them. Removed. Yeah, well, I go and check every time I'm in Sainsbury's. Are they not in there? No. Right, good. They've yeah, got maybe. candy kittens. They've got candy kittens. Yeah, but not the, not the yeah. um the the actual limited edition ones, which is the ones which are the you know right. the the devious no. ones kind of thing. I mean, I would say whatever they all are, but you know they haven't got that sex part on the you know they they are just sweets, whether they shaped like cats or not. They are just sweets. But the other ones, obviously, eating a condom shaped sweet. Well, it was the same as what did you say? What was it? Um, the stuff from Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol from Lidl. Yeah, and My Little Pony as well. It was so you had Paw Patrol oh, biscuits really? and My Little Pony biscuits. I think they were the same kind of, um, you oh. know, the same manufacturer, and they come from the same place. But they both, yeah. So you got your little girls and your little boys there, or just kids in general are going to pick them up, you know. And and some of them will go and have a look on that. You know, because they said kids in the web address as well, and all children are on the on the internet as much as you know they shouldn't be. They are, so they know how to use it. They know what an email address is, and if you're looking on the back of a you know packet and it says www dot something kids in it, then chances are, well, it did happen. Somebody did actually go and type that in, and then that's when it took them to a. And I didn't do it. I didn't want to put it in there. I'd seen that many people saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, I've just done it. I've just done it. And it is, it does take you yeah. to a, I didn't want to go, I didn't want to do it. I didn't need to. No, I knew exactly. from other people. So that's what they're doing now. And they, they do it a lot. They do it with sex toys as well. We've had those conversations where they do it. It's like they don't do it for long. So in pound, I think it was the pound shop a couple of years ago, my friend had told me she'd gone in there with her, with her son and on like, eye level with her son was like next to top the toys were vibrators and butt plugs and dildos just like a couple of shelves of them right next to the children's fit right in front of the children's faces mind but then when I went in there she took a photo as well so I knew they were in there when I went in there the next day they'd gone so I don't know what I don't know what they're doing sometimes they're leaving them there for a couple of days then they say I don't know you know, but they're doing it on purpose. It's absolutely intentional, you know, otherwise, you know, the, the, so it's gone from the seedy sex shops, the back street, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the ground yeah. thing to write out in your children's faces now. Are we really going to stand for that? Like, are we well, really we're not. We just need that? to get everybody else to come and stand up, be brave. You know, you don't yeah. even have to be brave. Just start a conversation at your school gate. Yeah. yeah, that's all you need to do. Start a conversation at the school gates. Yeah, that's With it. other parents, how do they feel about it? You know, and then if they feel, you know, this is what I've been trying to tell to a lot of people um, who are having issues with their children's school. At, when you're at that school gate, you know the parents, you start a little WhatsApp group. What are we going to do? How do people feel about this? Yeah, exactly. And then what we can do. And I also want to remind people, if your child is in a private school, that school works for you. And the, the court case down in Wales last November, the judge, basically, it was said, they, they said, well, you know, the, uh, the, if you don't want your child to, under, to, to learn this, you either homeschool or you send them private. That's yeah. what they were told to do. Am I wrong? No, that's right. And there's no even there's no even guarantee, though, even in a private school. So the private school, if they're not funded by the government, they don't have to they don't have to teach it. But 
if the head teacher of that private school decides they want to teach it, they can implement it, but it's not mandatory or stat it's not statutory. Right, well, like I know of a I know of a private school, I'm not gonna name the school, um, where um a friend of mine her son's at and she wanted to know about the where they got the lesson resources and all he said was oh we get it from bbc bite size right so then so the school are allowing the bbc to do the training and i've just actually gone into bbc bite size rse key stage four teaching relationships and education positively so i'm going to just have a little dig into that yeah, so there. they've taken it upon themselves to do to do it do you know what i mean because like you say the parents are the people who pay for that education not the state so you know i'd be i would be well arguing and on the that BBC, point i mean they're so dark we used to make the observation just before any countries were going to war the bbc you know, a war-torn country, who was around and hanging around that country about a year before and getting into to charity work? The BBC. Yeah. The yeah. BBC are out there just before something kicks off, some catastrophe or some war or some terrorist attack. The people that are out there already been out there and they've been out there for a while making, doing whatever is the BBC and Brian and I noticed that years and years ago when I was still at the column we were making like literally everywhere you look everywhere the BBC has always got a foot in there first with yeah, anything have, whatever's they? going on they have just bear that in mind guys so we're going to come back I've got so many guests lined up Richard Vobes is due back and Brian Garish is coming back on uh Clive DeCarl's coming on we're going to get Jeff and Aaron back on. I think we'll have Kimberly back on. We've Definitely. got Mervyn from Northern Ireland. He's fighting the fight over there. Yeah. In Northern Ireland. Um, Andy Heesman as well. He will be back in on again. And my lovely friend, Matt Latissi. Well, he's not my lovely friend. He's not my friend at all. But he's been on with us a couple of times. I've met him a couple of times now in person. Um, he's great. And he's agreed also to come back on the show. Plus, we're going to be linking up with uh, my favourite American in the whole wide world, Mr. David Sumrall from StopHate.com. Loads is happening over in America at the moment in regards to January the 6th. So we need to definitely have a bit of a catch up with him and the lovely Tanya Joy Gibson as well. Brilliant. Excellent. It's also we do have a great lineup of guests coming up. We're going to be back. We do need your help, though, folks, if you can help us at all. Um, we are cancelled on PayPal. We are cancelled everywhere. Um, but so we can keep doing this. And that's why we've had a bit of a break, because one, you know, we're not we're, we're so cancelled. Um, there are times we think to ourselves, well, what's the point? But yeah. the point is we have children and we want the best for the future of everybody's children. So uh, libertytactics.co.uk. The website is going to have a little bit of an update soon. Um, any final words, Catherine? Obviously, Catherine's blog. Yeah, it's on the website. Exposing the, the live. Dot info, info. Public so Child Protection Tactics. Yeah, yeah, you can find it on Liberty Tactics. Yeah, we got um, publictrialprotectionworld.org and another one that I wouldn't mind doing an interview with and I haven't asked her yet actually but um, I think she will 
is Nikki from Northern Ireland because she's doing loads out there as well. Yeah. Um, and she she can fill us in on on a lot. So her um, and there was someone else I wanted to as well. But yeah, we've got loads of people coming up, guys. So stay tuned. Please share our shows. Um, I know I do have to do a bit of tagging to, to for anyone to see it. It's, it's I'm not name. allowed to tag, or I would tag people, but I they've removed that um that option for you yeah yeah so i'll get it out there if i can and i'll put it on on all my um telegram chats anyway so yeah just share it guys because this information you know you really do need to know even if it's you know if it's just a starting point for you um there's lots of information on all three of those websites with this sex education and the sexualization of children in general you'll be able to find so you know um just like Lou said, chat with your neighbour, chat with the other mums at the school. We've got to start talking about this openly, you know, more people, because it's only going to come from the bottom up, guys, right? It's going to only come from the likes of us. So we need to be responsible adults and start doing what we need to do to protect children. And can I just say, we are, there is going to be another show up later on, and it's in relation to Pizzagate. Cat, cat doesn't even know this yet. Oh. But stay tuned. Uh, coming up very, very shortly, there is going to be another boom of a little show. Might only be ten minutes. So that's it. LibertyTactics.co.uk, ExposingTheLie.info, ClivedeCarl.com. If you click on Clive DeCarl's face on Liberty Tactics, you can help us that way by. If you're buying products from Clive, go in and do it via Liberty Tactics. We are an affiliate with Clive. His products are outstanding and we will get a little bit of a bit of a commission if stuff's bought through our um, our affiliate link. So I'm going to always now be linking Clive's um, the link for affiliate for Clive's products. So that's it. Hang around, guys, or just sorry, not hang around, just check back in a little while because we're going to have a bit of a scoop say goodbye Catherine goodbye god bless you